Oh, hi, it's Roberta. I just wanted to uh, do a quick uh, errors and omissions from my the, the podcast you're about to hear. I totally forget to pimp out Eric Lee's new podcast. It's called Scariest Things, scariestthings.com. He's a big sweetie poo. He keeps saying that it's us that inspired him, but really I think it, he's had it in him all along, which I, I guess you can put in your own gross um, innuendo into that whole scenario. Okay, that's it. Um, and uh, okay, now, now listen to our podcast because we, we're awesome. Bye. You know, if it wasn't 7.30 in the morning, I would have a drink. I didn't know you were a clock watch. What? What did you say? I said I didn't know you were a clock watcher. Don't you dare lower your voice to me. Look, what's this all about? I know you. I've been married to you long enough. I know the more contempt you feel for me, the lower the voice. Ah, uh, Remy, you'd hardly call this a marriage? No, I, I know you'll laugh. But I think we're going to have a really big quake. Probably today, tomorrow at the latest. I want Dr. Adams here to back up my computation. Where are you going? Anywhere. A bar. Why are you so angry? Remy, don't you understand? That was a bribe. Another bribe. Our whole marriage has been a series of bribes. And you took them. Well, it's time I quit. You're really going to see that Marshal bitch, aren't you? Not till tonight. How funny you admit the truth. What's the truth till today? It was never the truth. It is now. They indicate another pre-shock, probably before noon today. And if it happened? Then the big one follows in 48 hours. If this damn bus, there won't be nothing between here and Wilshire Boulevard left to burn. Seventy-four's celebrity extravaganza earthquake has it all. A screenplay by Mario Puzo, author of The Godfather. Musical score by John Williams. The star power of Charlton Heston, Ava Gardner, Lauren Green, George Kennedy, Walter Matthau, Richard Roundtree, and Victoria Principal in the most giant white lady fro wig known to man. What it doesn't have, you may wonder plot. If Hollywood's reaction to a natural disaster is to quietly listen to the authorities and raid the nearest restaurant for donuts only, you're listening to Starkitects. And now your hosts, Vince Scalia, Jeff Walensky, and Roberta Pennington tried to tear down what Hollywood has built up. It's Starkitects. Guys, we watched a movie. <laughs> we watched Earthquake. 19- Season two, off to a great start. <laughs> Who's picking these movies? There was a lot of wigs in this movie. The wigs alone are just make this work. <laughs> oh god. There's wigs on wigs in this movie. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> wigs on wigs! You'll take this wig off my dead cold head. <laughs> <laughs> I want to first start with the pedigree. 
that set you up for this movie. So I knew nothing about the movie. I'd never seen it. And other than that, I was like, oh, it's another one of those sort of towering inferno, Poseidon adventure, disaster movies. So it's like, it's 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 the Titanic on dry land. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) it's Charlton Heston. It's Ava Gardner, George Kennedy. Lauren Green. And I'm like, Lauren Shaft. <laughs> Richard Roundtree. Richard Roundtree. Walter Matthau. Walter Matthau. Plain <laughs> disco stew. What was with the ladies' clothes he was wearing? It was like... Walter Matthau? <laughs> the... That shirt and that weird pimp hat and in his in his in his fro. Well, you know the, he that didn't, wig again. Another. He was wig. so embarrassed about this movie. He didn't even put Walter Matthau as his credits. It's some strange. Walter Matchkowaskowask. N- yeah, it was. <laughs> it was so bizarre because they just kept cutting to him for some comic effect. For, oh, like it was terrible. It was for like a non sequitur. We're getting way like in front of our skis here about that. But, <laughs> pass out. Yeah, that Walter Matthau bit was the worst. And and even on the on the on the wide shots. It's not him. They set him at oh, that bar wait, stool. When he was dancing, it's not even him. It's crazy. You can just tell it's a stunt guy. Stunk. They're like, we got Matthau for five minutes. Let's shoot him. Let's get him, dr- get him drunk and just see what he does. He's and already then he's dead. out the door. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. But the pedigree in this is Right. Crazy. So then it's like music by John Williams, Mr. Star Wars himself, and Mario Puzo. Yeah, the Godfather. The Godfather. The fucking author of The Godfather That's co-wrote this movie. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How, how and could all that talent. How can this fail? fail? <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I think, I think how it fails is, okay, we got all this talent, and then what we're going to do is bus everyone out to the back lot. <laughs> And and shoot it on like the tightest budget you've ever seen in your life. We're I think gonna they get some spent shitty, a lot of money on this. Some and shitty mats and, and, and but it was the oh it's to the it was all spent on the motorcycle stunt. No, it was, no, it was, it was <laughs> oh except the epic fail of the motorcycle stunt. <laughs> like I watched it with Rob, my husband, and he he's like and he's really huge into motorcycles, and he does he in his prime he did a lot of stupid dipshit things on his scooter. And on his scooter? Yeah. Oh my God. Look, he he did a wheelie when we met. On his scooter. On his scooter while while he had an egg balanced on a spoon in his mouth. Oh wow. Yeah, that's why he is my husband. Uh, evil that <laughs> is hot. It's super hot. Right. Yeah, and he was like wearing a priest's collar and was like, oh, what uh, is this? <laughs> what is happening? Oh my god! Well, I think you know what you're so getting I... into this. This movie, you know, it's a disaster movie. When at the bottom of the movie poster, you have twelve little photographs of all the main players, and it's yeah. like, and and that's I mean, you see that with Towering Inferno, you see the Poseidon Adventure, yes. Avalanche, Meteor. They all have the same types of posters, and yeah. I was actually stunned that this was not an Irwin Allen movie. Oh, I thought it, that was, right, yeah. it, that's what it. Well, it, it felt worse than that. I mean, it really. Right. I think Towering Inferno is a better that, movie towering inferno and then shoot it on the back lot let's get some that i was just so distracted by the low quality mats that they were shooting in front of that it 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 felt low budget like we spent all the money on the wigs and (laughs) we're gonna have to recycle some some bad uh landscaping do you think charlton heston uh as i call them charleston chuston um in this i just kept calling charleston and he's sweet 
He's like, I like candy. Um, anyways, he, but he's he, an angry lover. It opens, it Apparently. opens with him. It's open with him all sweaty working out. Oh my god! Now, do you think his love carpet was like fake too? No, he's got, uh, it's a, no that, but that hair was for suit. sure, man. Oh, it really is. It's like he just, he just carried over his like, Doctor Zeus kind of. A... Yeah, and I'm waiting for the Omega Man to jump out in this movie too. Oh. And I'm waiting for the Soylent like, Green is people. I, I think he's still. But this, I think this is. Charlton Heston, this is 1974. He's still trying to hold on to his macho, to be sort of handsome so leading man cred. Leathery and it was, tan he's trying to be relevant. Yeah, this was, oh, this was, was like... so gross. This was like a big platter of roast chicken. Oh, fuck <laughs> me. He was like... He was like turducken. I mean, god damn. He was so... Yeah! <laughs> so it, it opens with... Him with uh, now is he? All the movies say that he's or the synopsis say he's an architect. Is he an architect or an engineer? No, he's an engineer. engineer. They always say that they say no, they, an architect. And not no. only that, he works for a contractor. It was no. The, but I think a, I think he's the last time man. you guys brought me into this podcast, <laughs> it was the very. Th- I thought that was the thinnest excuse to try and squeeze a movie and say that there was architect. Oh shit! I forgot a, to introduce Eric Laser guest. Oh, returning guest. <laughs> And not returning every. I just realized it now. Oh yeah, you were here for the first episode. So, so yeah, hi everybody. Hey. In the house. Welcome. So, yeah, so returning after because the last star Eric Lee. The last time I was on here, we did indecent proposal, and supposedly there's supposed to be architecture in the movie. There was. And there was. There was a little. Did you see her breasts in that movie? He was oh. sketching. The cantilevers. Yeah. It was crazy. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, this, I think I think they make reference to him being an engineer maybe three times Yep. in the movie. Best and, in the business. Well, there was a point he where has he, a was, secretary. he was set trying to Barbara. sell the seismic upgrades to right. the developer. Go beyond yes. the codes. With the, with the little... <laughs> the little model, the little shaky model. <laughs> yeah, he, so yeah, he talks about going beyond so the codes. That was a model. That yeah, was, that, that was well. There was a. It was supposed a, to be structural. I thought it was model. a bookshelf or something. It was a. It was a demonstration. <laughs> it was a demo, right? Yeah, yeah. That. I don't know so look, we can sell you more steel. We can sell you more. And I know steel. the guys in Kentucky that'll do it. <gasps> I got this ramrod. Right. Yeah. In Kentucky. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he talks about how he's just like, I'm going to go beyond the code. The specifications for this job is, they're not up to my level. Mm. We have to go beyond. So that was pretty much, that was like one that time. Was, that's they, one time. That they mentioned. They, they also, they said, his, his father-in-law said, he's the best engineer in the city. Yeah, well, and he sat at a desk that was by a table that had a square on it. And had a roll of drawings nearby. Mm-hmm. Yes. That we never yes. saw. And then the, I think the, the last, the, the one... The one comment that he had that was supposedly insightful was, "We never should have put up those forty-story monstrosities." <sighs> and that's, I think, and he mentioned a blueprint room once <laughs> and revised drawings. And after he did that, he left work. We, he we, went to work for ten minutes. Yeah, he spent a lot of time like at that little chicky poos place. Yeah, he was. Like, Denise and or that, yeah. Denise. And that was all confusing too. Oh, that was boy. A, and yeah, uh, two dead end characters, Denise and her kid. Who I don't think I don't know if her kid even has a name. Troy or Travis. I thought it was Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Murray. I, I have no idea. Murray. I think it was Troy. There were so many dead end characters well, in this movie. Oh, so, so yeah, so he it, and it starts with 
a very confusing. So Ava Gardner is uh, is uh, Charleston Houston's wife, right? And she's and Lauren Green's daughter. And Lauren Green's daughter, which like is the math working on? Like no, was Lauren Green no. two years old when he had Ava Gardner? Yes, he got married in on that school. ranch. Ding, 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 ding. There's a lot of <laughs> going on, um, but uh, so she's wacko. She's bonkers. She's uh, she's suicidal. Well, she's a drunk. She's, I think she's a bit of a drinker, and there's some sleeping pills involved. And she fakes suicide <laughs> yeah. to him, and and then she, <laughs> so she yeah, she fakes suicide, and he's just like, God damn it, you're doing it again, you know? Like, <laughs> like this is screwed Not again. Up. <laughs> uh, I I felt so bad for Ava Gardner. It's like she was one of the all time great silver screen beauties. She was hot. And now, and then it's like, oh, just what she's been re- was reduced to in this movie. Yeah, it put this nightgown on and this wig, and just like, play <laughs> oh, your best drunk. It was so, I mean, I, was, I don't know. Was, I don't know what's more embarrassing: her being having to be in this movie, or her being married to Mickey Rooney. I mean, that's shocking wow. enough. She married Mickey Rooney, and I think a lot of people Blue married Eyes, Mickey Rooney. Was she married to? Uh, yeah, Blue Eyes. Yeah, uh, Sinatra. Oh, Sinatra. No, oh, and she, yeah, um, she got his career back. The um, aviator, uh, Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes. Shut uh, up. Or, I don't know about or that. They weren't married, but they um, they had a a thing, a, keen a thing. friendship. So much star power in this movie. Right. So much. I w- laid to waste. You know what? Lauren Green. Yeah. Looked much older in this movie than he did in all of Battlestar Galactica too. I think like he, oh, he I think really, was, yeah. really like pulled out of the dive after this movie. He had a great tie. Ugh. I liked his tie. I think his whole career he looked like he was 70 years old. <laughs> I mean, all, all of his... It was, it was a, oh, <laughs> And then they eventually show his chest. Like, at the very end, and spoiler alert, he dies. <laughs> but, like, they showed his chest. Wait, oh, my God. He died? It's like they had some... The wig person said, I need to be able to make all the men look really fucking gross with their shirts off. Oh, everyone's sweaty in this. Uh-huh. Everyone's sweaty. Uh-huh. So, so another thing that goes with, I don't know, the architect thing, because I thought he was going to be an architect, but he's an engineer. He, he comes out of his house to go to work, to go see Lauren Green, and he gets in one of his, these goddamn that Bronco. custom Oh, my Bronco. God, it was so fucking rad. It's a T-top Bronco. <laughs> with a, yes, with, with a, a phone. With a dial-up phone. With and, a phone. <laughs> with a cord. And it's like a force. <laughs> and four speeds are reverse. <laughs> Yeah, does he make it a point to like say it like, like, here? Like, oh, it's God, got it was eight so forward speeds. And you know, for later in the movie. <laughs> when, I, when I do nothing with it. Nothing. <laughs> it's gray with like that super red orange racing stripe. Those pewed on the side. It was so red. It's, it's crazy looking oh, car. And he looks so just like manly when he was driving. Well, if he'd but, made it to Oregon for that project, that. He probably would have used it there. That would have been like the sequel. Oh yeah, earthquake, Earth, earthquake, quakes. Oh, the quakes. Yeah. Or, or yeah, um, this one did not have a sequel. No. Yeah. Although we had like because airports had had shot. two sequels. Poseidon Adventure had a sequel. If they didn't kill him off, they could. He could have gone up to Oregon and then watched the volcano erupt or oh, something. That would have been awesome. Yeah. So all right then. So so. Okay. There's so many. There's so many story like these disaster movies. So there's so many storylines going on, and they try to intersect it. So it just like it. It just kept going and going, and they try, try to get, get these characters all together in one room, pretty much. That's why it was like 
three hours long because you've got the the love boat introduction yes. to all Jesus. the little character stories I, and I, I, Jody like and, pages of notes and before the sister I and her wig and the, <laughs> I clocked it 52 minutes finally the earthquake shows yes up. that's exactly I'm like, when is this gonna happen of, of, of pointless character no, development the, it was all styrofoam padding up to that point I was like just the the, oh. the movie was completely uninteresting except for the act watching to figure out what they were doing with the earthquake scenes that or, was or the uh, dam, you know that the dam, the there dam could have been some expensive. real. You mean their crack inspection team, where they look over the rail like, oh, yeah. Well, Fred, I mean, Fred good. died instantly. You know, they didn't, and they didn't even <laughs> film him. Like, uh, uh, wait, oh, the water's going up. They just like, it's like he goes down the elevator, and some guy goes, "Hey, Fred," and the elevator door opens, <laughs> and, and Fred and just dead. like spills out. He's dead. <laughs> That's it. That's That's it. It. Yeah, so the one guy notices like cracks on the dam, but the guy who's in charge of everything is just like that doesn't mean anything. That that happens all the time. That happens all the time. And it's just, oh. and so and then they cut to a seismology institute. Is that a real thing? Um, I don't know, but I think the irony is that it's located on a hill. Right. <laughs> so they cut to the seismology institute, where again these disaster movies try to make the geek the hero. They're like, you know, they're like, oh, we got we got some rumblings going on here, and they're like, oh, we we can't scare the city, and blah blah blah. Right. So they the, so they keep talking up Doctor Evans, and I thought Doctor Evans was going to be the guy. He's going to be like two minutes into his sort of like line. a Chris- a Cassandra of the movie. Like he keeps warning everyone, but no one believes him. Throwing, the, throwing the notebook down on people's desks. <laughs> like, you, uh, that should have been Charles this. I mean, does anybody else think that that would have been sheep? Heard like yeah, somewhere in, in the middle of nowhere with this giant dildo in his hand in a ditch. Boom. No, wait, no, the farmer pulls up and he's just like, <laughs> I still don't know what you guys are doing here. I haven't figured it out yet. And then the seismologist goes, Oh, we're putting this into the ground so we can feel the, the shock waves of any earthquakes. He's like, Okay. Also, right. I, I thought that was hilarious. He's like, You've been here for weeks. I don't know what you've been doing here. The guy two seconds explains it and then he's like, hmm, right. That sounds good. So, Drives away and then they die. As a farmer, <laughs> would, wouldn't you be a little leery of a man holding a two foot long dildo by the by your herd of sheep? Well, it gets say... lonely here out on the ranch. <laughs> so. Uh, <sighs> too much going on in this movie. Yeah. Far too much. Oh, God. And then he just dies. There's like some little rumble. And, and they're, caves they're in buried in by some loose dirt. Boop, done. Dr. Evan's gone. So that's like the beginnings oh. of the rumblings of this major earthquake that's about to happen. <laughs> did, did, a question for the group. Yes. Did, did any of you find any of the story threads involving any of the people interesting? Uh, n- no. <laughs> I, I like, like George Kennedy again. I, I like George trying Kennedy. To, trying to do the best he can with the scene two, about being a disgruntled cop. Two episodes in a row for George Kennedy from yep. when I got understand. <laughs> That's right? true. He's so good. He's amazing. Well, he was Such like the hero of, of this movie. I know. He said, Jaja Gabor's hedge be damned. Uh, it's all about I know. I've finally seen Jaja Gabor's hedge. <laughs> did, <laughs> you can see that from space. Did, did you like the. Uh, the the criminally bad driving where they'd have the they'd have the green screen rolling in the background and he'd be just working that steering wheel oh and he's like he's trying to chew like he's sawing like, a hole in yeah. the it was like it was just fucking nuts like i thought 
it was like an episode of Police Squad because they were yep. like showing exactly. it from the, <laughs> from like the... He's turning left. The screen's going right. Behind they even him. had they even had the the, the, siren the sirens cam. on top, just like police. Well, Police Squad borrowed that from Earthquake. It was just so bad. And they borrowed uh, George Kennedy for the Naked Gun. Movie. Yes. Oh my God, it was amazing. Playing himself. Playing himself. Oh, this was. I don't know if anyone heard the Frank Gifford reference. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, what? oh yeah. So so uh, so Charleston Houston goes. To this woman's house, where I'm sitting watching, I'm like, "What?" Is, he's like, "Here you go, Billy. Here's a football." And I'm like, <laughs> "Whatever." What your is, name is what is going on here? Who is this? And so this woman that he visits is someone that he's fucking no. or, or wants to, but it's that, it's that's a who we, friend yeah. of a coworker who died. It, he was it was the wife of the coworker who died. So okay. he visited her because he promised little Tony Troy, whatever his name was. A football because he has connections in football because he played football 16 years previous to being the world's best engineer. He, but what he so really wanted to do was fuck his mom. Which, yeah. is, which is total bullshit because there's no ex-football players who are now engineers. They're all like weigh three pounds. Uh, they're all like, I don't know what the... Yeah, I just, that's, that's not true. Eric, in your professional experiences, what would you say is the typical physique of an engineer? Oh. <laughs> Let's get into this. Let's really no, okay. get into this. Let me save you. So typically, and I'll, I won't get into physiques, but typically the engineers I've come across have generally had a beard, wear glasses. Pear-shaped. And will wear a golf tee, okay. usually embroidered. So, So basically you're saying... Not ex-football players. No, and the only Great. ex-football player I have ever encountered in this entire profession won, and he was a former duck. I Actually, contra- on the contractor side, you'll see a lot of football players. Yes, contractor, like, I, building... Yeah, I, 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 in fact, it was uh, Tyler from... He works for, worked for Howard S. Wright. Big, big guy. He was a tight end for the Beavers for four years. Tight end for the Beavers. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh... <laughs> So he goes and meet, he, goes, he goes and meets this he goes and meets this little boy and this woman right. who has Very a weird mature. who has a who has a, a French Canadian right accent. Well, she doesn't just, certainly wear a bra, so I just figured she was French. Oh, it's awesome! Who, but Victoria, if she was hot. No, um, her, I don't know her name. I don't no, know. her name was Genevieve Bujold. And oh, so, oh, oh, no. for those of you in the Trekkie know, she was originally cast as Catherine Janeway, but she she like. Hated the this the the whole like she didn't want to. I was a smart. Career she didn't want to be a nerd. <laughs> well, no, no. Well, she Voyager she was, was there for like filming for like maybe two or three days and hated it and was like super diva like and so they were like maybe you should go and she's like maybe I should. I'm just that's that's my because we've got this Catherine rate. Hepburn lookalike right. to uh, do it. Yeah, instead. so then they brought in Kate Mulgrew. <laughs> but I think they were mul- the 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 braless thing because the 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 big hair. Oh, Victoria, Victoria Principal. Principal and the t- the T-shirt, the flashing but not yeah. flashing moment. Is it is that Victoria Principal? Oh, yes. Principal. Yeah. In, a, in a crazy wig. In a crazy, yeah, super it was crazy, amazing wig. white lady fro. And, did, and now, George... did any of your mothers sport the white lady fro? No, I don't have no. a white lady mother. <laughs> no. <laughs> did your mother no. sport? My mom the... had hair down her ass. That's it wasn't my mother opposite. sported the white lady fro, oh. and it was amazing. I'm gonna have to find it. She had. She also had found this like. Lavender dress that looked very much like the Miss Piggy dress, that kind of flowy neck with the pearls. <laughs> she had this <laughs> white lady pro, and she's like, 
holding my sister and I in front of the fireplace, like we're wearing our matching Christmas. <laughs> so as soon as I saw Victoria Principal, the white lady, from I'm like, oh, this is so beautiful. This is like my mommy. Oh, <laughs> and then flashing the boobs. That's not what my mom did. Hey, we're doing a podcast, guys. <laughs> we just wrapped up Victoria Principal photography on that one. Um, so he goes. He, so you find, yeah. I uh, you see you. So he, you find out that he's in love with this ex coworker's uh, wife. Dead coworker. Dead coworker's wife. Wife. And um, I but and then at some and uh, you find out then that uh, Ava Gardner is the daughter of Lauren Green, and they're trying to they're in cahoots to keep this marriage going. By giving, Bribe, bribing him, with make him with the promotion, with promotions to keep this like sham of a marriage going, which was unnecessarily like, complicated. Yes. All of this is unnecessarily uh, complicated. Well, this would just, and this should have just been earthquake and people react. And and Mr. Big said it himself. He's like, he doesn't have to, he doesn't need me anymore. He can work for anybody in town. He's the, you know, he he can name his terms. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. Just so fine. So finally, um. Uh, Charleston Chusim goes back, is at the house, and they share a bottle of warm white wine, and then they proceed to have clothes sex, meaning they were completely clothed after this, like the sex thing. She had a fucking turtleneck on, like belted up, and he's laying on the bed with his button down, tucked in, Ugh. but unbuttoned down to his belt. Maybe that's and why he's he... just like that was great. And she's like, "Are you angry?" You that's, make love like you are angry. That's why he's so oh, angry, though. They didn't take their clothes off. It was like, so bizarre. Well, yeah, and like, that was all like polyester, like double knit polyester. That's the chafing must cheap. be. Yeah, yeah. Like, doesn't ooh. breathe. I know. And, she, and the I don't wigs. Think she wear underpants the wigs are either. Hot. So I think she probably had a yeast infection. Uh, she was heading east. What? Had a yeast oh. infection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the clothes sex bothered me. I was like, I don't know what was going on. That's uh, again too com- like, overcomplicating oh, stupidness, yeah. and an hour into yeah. it, we're, we still don't even have a fucking earthquake. And again, this is not a storyline that makes the anything more compelling to have any of this background. No, well, you're forgetting about Miles. I am. Who's Miles? Miles Quaid. Quaid. Oh, <laughs> you look at me. It's a Richard Roundtree. Richard Roundtree. Total. It's like trying to mix, trying to multiple exploitation layers yes. stacked into oh. one character. You got oh the token God. black guy, and trying yeah. to squeeze in a trendy evil Knievel thing. His yes. riding gear was fucking amazing. That yeah. collar on the it's those a riding leather. Costume. And then yeah. like the bell bottoms were just like the beginning of the lightning bolt, and just went right up his leg. I need those pants. I need them. But did it feel like? I mean, he was completely shoehorned into the movie. He had he the just the loosest threads of, of plot continuity tied to him. It was just the dumbest <laughs> thing. Did, did he did he ever end up using? I was it was like a foreshadowing that he's this evil Knievel guy and he's going to use his bike to go save. Oh, somebody. they're going to like jump oh, over jump the canal over like, like Bo and Luke do or something or like something. that. And that never happens, no. right? That was like no. that was. A, I thought that was the whole point to having this guy no they that he was gonna do this stunt to save somebody after the earthquake right. they pretty much like they go oh we got to get out of here and then they get out of there there's like there's nothing the only thing well, he they did don't was do anything he, the, the, they, they drove a truck full of people 
and dropped him off at the mall. The, the mistress's kid, who has the Gifford uh, uh, football, <laughs> falls in the Avril Ravine. The hot and, Denise. And, yeah, and he climbs down the... With the, with the snaking power lines. Where it's like, oh. What are you guys... Get away what? from the power lines, you there idiots. There five of them. They're surrounding him, yet never touching. Oh, was this, that was... That was just one character that was oh, just terrible. like... Um, I do want to bring so up I this have. little ort that I really found super funny. Was that the sleazy guy, and I can't remember his name, the Miles' manager and Victoria Principal's yes. brother? Yes, yes. Who was so Oh, they were brother-sister? Yes, that was... He, he was... So yeah. with, uh, George Kennedy's in the bar <laughs> because he's disillusioned with being a cop and he's drinking. And then George Kennedy's paying... So he's paying the Victoria Principal's brother to stare at her tits. Yes. 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 What the fuck is... What is happening? Yes. Yeah. That is so crazy. That, that's creepy. That whole bar scene with with stupid drunk Walter, Walter Matthau. Matthau. The worst the, bar, the, bar fight that you've ever seen in your terrible, whole life. Terrible. Just, just you the, the, the fight over, choreography was so over, terrible. That doesn't count because it was an earthquake. Or yes, it does count. It was. It, it was. Oh, <laughs> nothing. Th- not needed. Not no. that whole scene was not. So needed. that's total throwaway plot. That so that's <laughs> that's super creepy. I didn't realize that they were brother sister. Yes. So yes. so that's super creepy. And then I'm gonna I'll go on record. This this one character in this movie. Sc- Creep me out to my core. Yes, and I didn't know what I didn't know what what was going on. But the grocery guy, Psycho Jody. Yep, Jody. What that 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 character beyond? I my mouth was <laughs> left the Colonel open. Sanders tie. Uh, oh, and, and the John Holmes like fro and mustache. But the thing was that he put a he put a wig on top of that wig. Yeah, so two, two, two wigs. <laughs> so this guy runs a grocery store and. He, there's one shot of there's Harry Harry Krishna's out in front and he asks George Kennedy as he's walking by he's like hey can you get these guys out of my storefront and he's like George Kennedy's like well you have something against religion and it keeps on going so supposedly this guy has some type of bigotry I, I don't know but then he goes home passes his roommates I guess into his flat where they're like he's ca- calling him gay or so I don't know yeah. they're 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 throwing stuff at him and slurs at him he goes up to his room opens up his closet. And there's a, a picture of like a half-naked Asian woman there. But then on his wall, there's muscle men all over his wall. Body bodybuilding. Body, yeah, bodybuilding pictures. And he fixes his hair. And then next thing, you know, he has a short-haired <laughs> wig on. And he's in army clothes. Yes! I was terrified. I was terrified no. watching this. I'm like, what is happening? And his voice changed. Yes! His oh. voice changed. He was... Blah blah blah, and then when he put this wig on, he's like, "Huh, everyone out of my way," and you're like, "What <laughs> is happening?" That was... that character, I is one of the freakiest characters I've ever seen in a movie, and then he disappears for one hour. Oh yeah. yes, and, and then, then when he shows up, yes, uh, later on, it's it, as a National Guard captain, and he and he gets all rapey. Yes. Oh my so, god. And but he says so. The thing about the wig on the wig, and Vince, I'm gonna. Turn to you as a man who knows about the wig on the wig. As a veteran. <laughs> Stop wigging out about this. Yes. He said that it was very common for, yes. <laughs> for, for the guys with long hair to wear short crop wigs. Now, did I, this ever I, happen? In, in in I will career? say, in, in like, my experience, even the short wig was too long for business. If. 
that's not a real thing, right? I mean, no, not it's real. not a real thing at all. And yeah. if you and if you showed up with even the short wigs version of that hair, they would say, "Here, sit down in this chair. I'm going to take care of that for you." <laughs> right. <laughs> the, so yeah, that like him explaining, it's like, "Oh yeah, we have to wear the short wig to cover up my long hair." It's like, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. That, that can't be not a thing. A thing. This, that's this something, character. That's something that some Hollywood writer dreamt up me. to make a. <laughs> It was it was weird. So it, I do have to point out the the other bits the um about the office because I'm always looking at the architects' offices in our movies. And he's so not this an architect. One, he was an engineer. Mm-hmm. So you're really having to reach deep to try and tie these things together. <laughs> oh, friend. So he's the protagonist, Eric. I have to just bring it in. Okay. So I looked at Chuck's office. He was well, apart from being super giant. He had a desk and a drafting table. He had a secretary. He had a high-rise view and the most plush leather chair I have ever seen. Guys? Yeah. Mm. God damn it. <laughs> and it was so clean. So it said that they were he worked for a contractor. I, it was they didn't have their shit together when it they tried to piece Royce the, the whole career thing. I don't think they knew what they were doing cuz actually later on down at the conclusion of the movie, he uses his supposed engineering chops that he knew the layout of the city. So, civil engineer, maybe? I don't maybe know. maybe some public public utilities right. guy. So, maybe? I'm glad I'm glad I'm not the, I was totally confused. I'm like, no, they didn't, what is they didn't know what Who the fuck they were people? doing with his yeah. career. I mean, it's not. I think that they. They. It was again. This is. This is Eric's thesis on the use <laughs> of the architecture, construction, design industry in movies. It is. It's a throwing career that it really doesn't matter. It could have been an accounting firm. It. It, it now, had no basis. It, for time. it would have been more interesting if he was just an accountant, and it's like all this stuff like happened to him, and he's like, "I'm out of my element." But it's not. It's I like do I'm, numbers. I'm, you know, I fought the apes, and now I gotta fight the earthquake. It just, <laughs> I'm, I'm an engineer, and therefore I fought I can... apes. Now I fight earthquakes. <laughs> it. It didn't. It. Yeah. It's being an engineer had no here nor there right. to this story yeah, and and the fact that he would say give me that jackhammer you know that, that at, the, at the end oh, was like yes. I, with the supposition that i'm an engineer i know what i'm doing with a jackhammer right. i i love too that like he jackhammers a hole in this thing and it's cave inside this cave-in is like it's perfectly preserved there's like this bubble of 70 people in inside he like they're they're like crawling in on their elbows to get there and then they they bring the jackhammer in and then Hey, it's a mall on the inside. Well, okay, now, Wasn't did anybody else think that they probably would have been safer had they not jackhammered their way through and tried to evacuate because the river that eventually flooded was not tied to the basement? That's true. That's true. <sighs> that but, be- Eric, Eric, at this point, <laughs> I, it was checked out. This, it was, it was, it was, the, the, nothing made sense. <laughs> I didn't understand why they were jackhammering. He nominates George Kennedy to go with them, just tells him, you're coming with me. And George Kennedy's like, I guess. I, I love that. Do was, hard hats. That was the yeah. best acting of the whole movie, though, was that look on George Kennedy's face like, when he, like, you could see him go through, like, two responses and then go, yeah, all right, you know, I'll go. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was, I, that, I noticed that too. Vince. That was, like, that was, good acting. And then after that, I was just checking my watch until right. the, the credits rolled. So the, all this stuff has happened, all these characters, and we still haven't even gotten to the earthquake when the earthquake actually happens. Right. It's right. like an hour, in, 52 minutes into it. <laughs> And when that happens, I got there was one shot in there that was just awesome. 
where the earthquake starts happening. The first shot you see when everything starts moving in the city, there's a guy out on his desk, uh, on his deck, eating yes. a drumstick <laughs> and drinking a beer. Yeah. And he's yes. like, what? That was it. A guy eating a big chicken drumstick and drinking a beer. Go, what? That was great. And But before that happened, all the dogs in the neighborhood start like, barking and their ears are popped up and it's just like i don't know if it's an earthquake or was it someone playing a yoko ono album yeah. <laughs> not sure but but that drumstick and that beer thing i was like okay now let's get some uh yes like, and they had this and then the the only thing that stood or it seemed like to remain in this when all the buildings in la or whatever are falling down there's a jb scotch sign <laughs> and this, this cheap scotch sign just keeps standing. I found that bizarre. Well, they were a sponsor. They, they, they must have. Absolutely. They must have bought it. Uh, yeah. It seemed like everyone was drinking scotch. I um I, I I wrote down that there was like a final destination level of earthquake deaths. There was just <laughs> like, hey, let's see how many random ways we can kill people with an earthquake. The glass to the oh, face. Oh, I know the lady. Oh, she turns me. around and like the glass ah, falls through. I the glass shard. <laughs> I love that they're an engineering firm. The earthquake's happening. Everyone's like, get the fuck in the elevator. Yes. <laughs> what? Yes. Oh, well, that. What? And. <laughs> okay. Now, did, did, ha- raise your hand for the podcasting audience. You won't be able to see this. But if you notice that when Charlton Heston and a- Ava Gardner stepped into the elevator, they hit the button. The, uh, the elevator clearly went down some floors, but the, the lights never changed. It's it's just one of those static elevator oh, Hollywood things. Yeah. And then it opens up, and then they get and, and then other people get on. But it's like, they didn't change. It was like a fake elevator. Oh, it was. The set was bad. The set was bad. But everyone piles into this fake elevator, and... Because that's where you want to be. That's where you want to be in an earthquake, in this <laughs> elevator. Obviously, it crashes down to by... And one of the worst uh, special effects graphics is the blood splatter that goes towards the camera. <laughs> oh, that one, I wrote that down, too. It was like I, the cartoon blood on the screen. It was just like... Oh! Just so bad. They had better, they all, they had you, better effects in 1974. I, get to, I even heard the director. I swear to you. He said, okay, and jump. And everyone like, yes. jumped up, and then there was like, they, jump back down. They could have just and taken the blood splatter. a bucket of blood or a cup of blood and thrown it on the right. lens instead of they, that. No, that they have better effects cartoon. Than that. And so, and then so they now everyone, it. everyone keeps to try, they're trying to get down this building. And one of the the best lines, Lauren Green's trying to help all these people down there. They're using a hose to get down the stairwells yes. and everything. And the, the best line in there is like, "Take off your pantyhose, <laughs> god damn it." <laughs> And I never saw the pantyhose used. It was all fire no, hose. No, 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 no. Take them off. Lauren, Lauren Green is just like, take off your pantyhose. Take them off. No, <laughs> just take them off, or you're not riding down. Yeah. <laughs> he wants a look. I we're stuck in this. We're stuck in this office. How do look, we get out of here? Look, look everyone, all the ladies, take off your shirts. She look, I'm going to be dead in two days. Just take off your shirts. So take off your damn pantyhose. Take off your pantyhose. All right. So we had a bartender impaled by a shard of mirror. The woman in glass to the head. All the people in the elevator. I found it ironic that first thing to absolutely disintegrate in the engineer's office was a drafting table. <laughs> <laughs> so these are these are tr- these are Angelinos, right? And yeah. Uh, the, so the the, the the rule number one when there's an earthquake, where do you go? 
uh, under the desk, under, under like a, a desk, under yeah, a door, frame. door, door, door frame. frame. Yeah, door frame. Right. Nobody reacted no one. properly. No one. And they get like, in an elevator. Well, to be fair, they're just a bunch of actors from someplace else. No one's really from Los <laughs> Angeles. So, so the earthquake's happening. You see a guy eating a chicken wing. You see, you see people getting in an elevator. So they're 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 doing a montage of people reacting. One of the best is they there. A guy walks out of a house with a cigarette, and someone yells at him, "Hey!" Go check and make Go sure shut the, off the gas. Yeah, shut off the gas. The guy with the cigarette goes, okay. Okay. House blows up. Awesome. Final destination, Hey, man. you, it with the cigarette. <laughs> Go check if there's gas in there. Dead. Exploded. Gone. And Some they, really funny stuff. But wait, wait, wait. Now, in 74, did they have tempered glass at that point? Yes. So there would have never been shard to the face like that. No. Tempered glass, for those of you not... Not in the know. Tempered glass, when you hit it and it just strikes and it breaks, it, it goes in these itty-bitty granules. So you would never have big shards where someone can be impaled or, you know, stabbed. Or Maybe the whole that. panel would fall out and that would crush you, but yeah, no, you wouldn't get stabbed to death no, by no, a no, shard. No, no you'd be crushed. You but this was, I, I think, my favorite part of the earthquake scenes was... The foam concrete, foam pillars. Oh yeah, oh, and particularly so the funny. particularly the, uh. the, the the close to the end when the when the, the when brick. the hospital thinks, and you see this whole column of bricks <laughs> tip on its side, and it's clearly and, foam, and, and, and it, and it bounces. just bounces. Yeah, there's no <laughs> dust or anything. It just kind of like I'm pretty boink. sure when a two ton brick falls on a human being, it doesn't bounce off the human being. It just crushes. Oh, it. the miniatures in this were just. Oh. It was great. It looked like an eighth grader. Oh, said I'm going to make a disaster movie. All the different ways that they that they that they tried to simulate the earthquake where they would do the film and then they twist they do the warpy thing the with the warpy film. was terrible. And it was like, oh, oh the yeah like they shot thing. it on a piece of glass and just twist it. were just twishing it back and forth it's like Whoa. The, they would do the freeway thing where they say like, okay swerve the cars around yeah, and we'll shake the camera they just shook it and out. nothing else in the background is moving it's 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 the Star Trek thing, you know. It's, it's like Whoa. we're being attacked. Hold on, yeah. yeah hold on, console. Yeah. So they have like so they have like all these big wide shots of the city in complete disarray, things on fire, <laughs> and the 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 what, Coast Guard or something's coming in through, and everyone's trying to. Uh, they have on a bullhorn. I thought it was hilarious. They and they said this multiple times. <gasps> yeah. Coffee, okay. yeah. Hot coffee is available. And food. Hot. Coffee. On the now, first level basement. It's, it's 100 degrees in L.A. There's fireballs going everywhere. Everyone, what we need, hot coffee. Well, not to mention the sewage lines sure this might be broken, hot. too. So what you don't want is a bunch of people who are, like, in line to use a bunch of broken bathrooms because they've been just tanking coffee right. for the whole afternoon. Oh, yeah. No, they're, 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 they're making multiple hey, runs. I got to go, man. <laughs> Listen, I can't hold it anymore. <laughs> that coffee was black. <laughs> no, but maybe maybe there is a cahoots because there's one. Uh, I think it was Victoria Principal. She's like running through all the rubble and stuff like that. She's running by the store, looks over. Oh, a Danish. Yeah, totally. I think I'm gonna have a Danish. Yeah. Well, that's, Who does that? Victoria Principal. There was well, the, 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 the well, earthquake was, happened. To, to be fair, she was gonna clean out the cash register too yeah. until well, uh, the, the, until the psycho Jody showed but up. But the and earthquake her. like literally just happened, and she's like, God, I'm already starving. <laughs> I need to have some Danishes right now. She could probably eat that wig and sustain herself oh, well, okay, for at least a week. It looked fair. like it was made out of fruit. They, they did. They did set her up to be sort of the starving character of the movie, where she was trying to buy groceries. She didn't have enough money to buy groceries. She didn't have enough time, probably, to actually put take the groceries home and eat 
the stuff that was in the grocery. So maybe this was. She's too busy the showing her tits. Oh, seriously, she has nice breasts. Yeah. Mm. So so yeah, then the the the, co- the coast guard comes in and. <laughs> Creepville, dude. Oh, Who? What's this guy's name? Jody. Jody. Psycho oh Jody. Oh my god, Jody comes in and wait. He uh, he corners uh, Victoria Principal, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. There's so so much bullshit going on, but he finally ends up like trying to rape her in that. Yeah, yeah. I think that was there. Yeah, like he he after he shoots his. Yeah, he blows yeah. away his roommates. Yeah, that for being well, for being. They had it coming. Yeah, because they were. <laughs> They were assholes. That was so bizarre, too. This was another thing that was so creepy about this guy. So he has the machine gun on his roommates, who just happened to be in the neighborhood. Stealing. Well, stealing I think they stuff. were looting. Yeah. yeah, he's pulled up Mardi Gras beads. He's like, you've been stealing. <laughs> so he has a gun on his roommates, and he's like, I'm going to kill you. They're like, oh, no, no. He's like, so they start running. He's like, nah, I'm just kidding. Come on back. He's like, I'm going to kill you. And then they come back. And then they come back. <laughs> and then he's just like, no, I'm just kidding. This, like, goes on. And then he finally blows them away. Oh. Some of the worst acting in the movie. Terrible. Well, they were like a, a oh. movie full of bad acting. <laughs> that that, that was the was... worst. That was central casting right there. It's yeah. like, hey, we need a, a bunch of guys who look like an Elvis impersonator. Yeah, or oh. like the the Joker's henchman or something to you know <laughs> to go just like oh you know hey no hard feelings we call everyone gay. Just... <laughs> so he, yeah he tries so he tries to rape Victoria Principal and the thing that uh, I thought was hilarious was that he. Uh, so uh, who saves her? Like George Kennedy. George Kennedy does. saves her, right? Brings her back in the car, and he's like, "I know you just got raped. How about a puppy?" <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> that was the best. Uh, because this, I know you just got sexually assaulted, and you're gonna be fucked in the head for a long time. Oh God! Here's, puppy. Here's the puppy for Makes a consolation. Makes it all go away. I want to talk about from the woman's perspective, yep. but it's here's a puppy, Roberta. Here's a puppy. Shut up. I here's know. a puppy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was like, are you kidding me? So I have a couple things about the high-rise where this contractor's place yes. was. Like the glazed fire exit? Well, apart from that, <laughs> now I do, I do glazed, have some extensive glazed, comments about glazing this Glazing on the fire stairs? First and foremost, seismic zones. So we have A, B, C, D, goes down the list. And I think we're in zones D, E. Is that correct for, for Portland and, and a lot of the West Coast? Sounds about right. So did they have those zones designated in the 70s? Uh, I don't know. And, and what I mean I was, by all I of this. I was five. Yeah, I wasn't even born. <laughs> my, my, I was in utero at this point. I was like a five-month-old fetus. Um, but, you know, where I'm going with it, right? Oh, sorry about the mic touch. Sorry. Just do um, it slower next time. Okay. Hey, girl. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm going with this is today we have to design and even um, you have to specify connections for wall assemblies and ceiling assemblies up to these seismic zones. So the fact that that suspended ceiling fell down on them so comically, it really wouldn't happen today because there's compression struts and all of the wires with the three twist and the connected but, and not connected. But it's drama, but, but, it's, it's drama, but also... Um... You know, how many, well, how many times have you had someone come up to you and say, oh, I was trying to get a permit and the guy at the city was so mean because he didn't, because I didn't have the seismic information on the ceiling plan. Yeah. And so. (laughs) One word for you, sir. Earthquake. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's sort of that thing that, yeah, they're, 
these codes are are in place, but there's a lot of people who are just bored shitless with it. They don't. They're not interested in in seismic it, seismic code. As far as like stuff falling from the ceiling and the ceilings falling down, I don't know if you guys noticed, but. There were so many chandeliers in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Opening shot, Ava Gardner's trying to fake commit suicide. There's like four chandeliers yes! in that bedroom. And some are just on a table. <laughs> it's weird. And then she's out to uh, drinking with her dad, Lauren Green, who's like two oh, years older yeah, than her. Yeah, yeah. And there's chandeliers behind oh, her. Like and a... then they're in the, in the mall or something. And a massive chandelier comes down and crushes people. And I think this is the mall where... I don't know if this was an after thing where everyone's going up and down the escalators yeah, that are working and yes. off screen you hear, oh, this place must have its own generator. The escalators are working. <laughs> I think that was a total fuck up where they, a producer of said, it's like, I thought the whole city didn't have power. They're like, oh my God, that, how do we fix this? That basement mall I think they have their was own generator. the most realistic looking LA thing in that movie because everything like the restaurant looked like tavern on the green yes. or or like some set designers <laughs> idea of what the actual tavern on with, uh, make it tavern on the green with no windows okay so we can shoot it on a sound stage and we won't have to paint the mats on the other side and then where do we like, put the chandeliers yeah it's like put them on the fucking table it doesn't matter <laughs> we're gonna get a bunch chandeliers. of chandeliers my, my favorite set in the whole movie was the seismology office yeah oh was that the God. coolest looking office yes there was a lot going on in there yeah and there was like, like books to the ceiling and these and these and these high stacked uh, <laughs> do you think they were braced do you think that i feel like and that, that was their, when the earthquake hit the seismology office these are people who were studying earthquakes they had no idea what to do when the earthquake up. They're, they're running around. My guy has his pants around his goddamn ankles, running around someone's wallets. Where he's like, oh, throwing money in the air. Like, they didn't know what was going on. But then they, and plus, so, like, we have to, when, when whenever I specify, or when I did specify product, you would have to make sure that it's anchored to the wall. And Absolutely. So, again, Ikea tells you to anchor things to the fucking wall. I, the seismology Ikea. office is just like, they were a disaster too. Yeah, but the, oh, but the seismology office would never look like that. A seismology office would be a spec office building somewhere down in the valley so and, and just, just the, the least interesting place that you could think of would no be the windows. seismology. Again, oh, yeah, they're would... trying to make the geeks cool. In, in, in these disaster the, movies, the, the the seismology office would be the place where the ceiling actually did fall on people because oh, totally. it would be some crummy suspended ceiling that you know yeah. was put in by someone else. Right. What did Victoria uh, Principal's uh, jiggling boobs uh, measure on the Richter scale? <laughs> did we have that? I uh, couldn't step? tell because the jacket was zipped up all the way for like the whole movie. Yeah. Except for the t-shirt. Moment. Except for the t-shirt moment. Yep. T-shirt. Oh, yeah. Miles Quaid. I had I had this written down and I can't remember who said it, but it was one of the better quotes in this movie when someone said, "There's a lot of money in karate." I yeah I wrote that down. That was when was that was a psycho saying, Jody. Yeah. Psycho Jody. This guy creeps me out. This guy is so he's the one who said that. I, I can't remember. I'm like, you know, there's a lot of money in karate. And I'm like. What? This guy is oh, insane. Before your sensei. No one has ever said that. No one has ever said that. There's a lot of money in karate. This guy's crazy. My favorite quote would be, she would look good on a Miles t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Take off your pantyhose, god damn it. Take off your pantyhose. So, did, did anybody else think, I'm, I'm going to 
fast forward here to the end of the movie, but I thought actually the best thing about the movie was that the producers had the nerve to wash Charlton Heston and Ava Gardner down the river. I was like, did not expect Flush that. Flush him down the toilet. I did not expect, I, I was like, Neither I thought it was going to be, I thought I thought Ava was going to get swept away to let Charlton Heston go back and have his his thing with the... Uh, no, I think uh, their rate was so high that they just were like, if we make a sequel, we want to make sure they are dead. So, so, no, I, so I, I agree though. Like, I did like that. Yeah. And, but at the end, you stay, and I thought about it, it was like, so he, the main characters, whatever, you know, die at the end of this. But even if they survive, I'm like, again, it's like, I just didn't care. Did no, you care that no, he I didn't, died? No, no, no. Didn't I was you. checking my watch. I had to no, rewind. I was, I was like, wait. Did they, they just die? They die? Yeah. Yeah. No, they, and they, and. And then the movie's done. Well, the, the thing that. <laughs> it is. The, the other <laughs> thing that I liked about sort of the, the, the editing for this movie is that they gave us an, a countdown timer. They gave us the dam break, and the water's coming, and they're trying to evacuate. And I found that to be a pretty effective sort of countdown clock. It was like, are they going to get out in time? It's like, are we going to get them all washed away? Are they? Gonna, and, but I was expecting that they were going to do the, the, the classic. Uh, Yank them right the out of the very last, last moment. moment. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit of a rescue, and they didn't do I that. They pop out the but, other end at another sewer manhole. I'm like, but that's anything. It. But there were no there, there were no earned survivals in this movie. Like right. to, to your point, it's like you do, you you really didn't care that much. When, what about when Toby? Lauren Green dies, you don't care. It's Toby, just like Troy, Timmy, Billy, the little Timmy. boy. I, no, but I was more like, well, did Walter Matthau make it? Oh God! <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is disco stew in this thing. No, but as far as as far as that dam uh, breaking or not breaking, it's like so. In the beginning, it's like, oh, there's cracks. Oh my God, it's gonna it's it's gonna it's gonna bust. And then they're like, oh, we have to let's uh, relieve the pressure of the dam. So they turn the the valve and they relieve the pressure of it. It's like, okay, this is done. Wait, but it may not relieve it enough. So this dam may break again. So it, it just like kept going back and forth with this dam yeah. business and. I, I, again, didn't, I, just didn't, like, I don't think I it didn't. It didn't fully. It it didn't blow, did it? Did, did it? Did I think it, it did yeah. because they showed it the did. like it wiping houses. Oh, you're out. right. You're right. Oh, no, yeah, it did. Yeah, it yeah. did. And it, and it did. It, it was, was some actually. It was this, like a a Godzilla movie with invisible Godzilla. There was, some there was just like this there, point though. where like every once in a while something catastrophic would happen <laughs> and everything was just total shit. There were some poor stuntmen who who did some pretty hero work on that when 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 they were they, they would have a they probably had this like a foam house or something and they'd hit them with a wall of water and you'd see these people just get knocked knocked sideways some guy this climbing is, this his is, roof i just happened yeah. to be climbing my roof during this earthquake i say kudos to this stuntman who did the loop-de-loop and failed oh, oh yeah I don't know if you've ever yeah. been totally like just to eat shit on a motorcycle but like I've just had like zero mile per, mile per hour like you know fishtail fly off the bike and then I'm like on my patootie for at least a day and that guy like took a full on wedgie with that bike I mean he yeah. like failed to hit. Would you the... say he got, he got the shaft? Oh, oh. <laughs> Richard Roundtree, folks. <laughs> I mean, like he hits it and it's just like bam right on his hoo ha and then he just like he like goes over to the side and I'm like and he just gets back up and he's like oh, wait let's try it again shut your mouth. <laughs> That is one hell amazing <laughs> stuntman. Hey, I want to take it back to the building. Yeah. So the HVAC. <laughs> <laughs> but there was, okay, but in an office building, HVAC is in the ceiling. It's usually flex duct and a series of VAVs, right? Oh, I thought they were like big giant ducts that you could crawl through on your. On oh, your... right. And oh, there yeah, aren't as any, always. There aren't any screws yep. that like. You right, know, no fasteners. No, no, through. they're they're and, like and big they're wide. They're big wide and affairs super that you clean. can. Yeah, you can like turn around <laughs> in them and go and 
branch off into crazy directions and they never neck down into little things and then when you get to a room there's like a big grate that you can look through in the wall it's huge in in Mm -hmm. it's huge but this didn't happen no, no, that wasn't like that so at all. So I was talking. <laughs> like, am, I, am I missing something here? This has no actual facts. <laughs> By in some it. miracle, this my is... child had taken a nap, so I was having dinner and a movie with my husband last night at home. So he he's watching the movie. How, with how me. did how did it, how did it end? How did the date end? But then the, our kid woke up. Final destination. Uh, <laughs> I was looking for something. There, yeah. Sorry, it's married life with a toddler. Yeah. It's like oh, and then he woke up. Um, so we're watching this movie, and he he used to do HVAC. So he was a um a, he used to install furnaces and do maintenance like commercial. So we're watching it. And I'm like, so what kind of smoke is that coming out of the where it comes out and then down? And he's like, uh, the fog machine next door mm. because he's trying to. I was like, maybe it's ammonia because it's choking people, but. It didn't make any sense. I didn't, it, 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 it made I zero it sense. Nothing made sense. It was the seat foam burning in the in the. I, I didn't know. I, I didn't Break know. That's windows. not Cal one seventeen. And I didn't know if Lauren Green was was he choking on those fumes or was he just having like a heart attack or or, or appendicitis no, or it was, I don't it know was what was strain. Going. I think he I had was, a heart attack because that's how he died. Yep. He okay, he had a heart attack. attack. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the, the 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 gas flushed everybody out of the office into the stairwells, <laughs> and then they busted the windows to try and dissipate the gas. Right. Wink. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then. They all decided to go out because the elevator crashed. They all decided to go out <laughs> the exit stairs, which was in a glazed in. Huh? Right. I mean, they were. So, but the glass had broken in the earthquake. So they, there was like this one point where they got to, and this has happened in other disaster movies that we have watched where yes. there was a break in the stair and the guy in the front goes, Oh, wait a minute. And then everyone piled up onto him, and there was oh, like yeah. the scene where he was like holding on to the the, the glass, and it was like ah! Like, like Lord Green tries to save uh, the window washing guys that were hanging from the side of the building, fails at that. And then when everyone runs into each other on the stairwell, one guy's hanging off. Lauren Green tries to help him, fails at that. Lauren Green needs to stop trying to help people. Uh, mm-hmm. Agreed. Except for he the was not saving people. Part. Yeah. That seemed to work for all the ladies. Maybe it was like, man, your feet smelled. Get those pantyhose on. I'm just glad everyone was, everyone was, uh, had their hot coffee. Yeah. That got them through this. They were amped up and they had so many head injuries. I can't. From the chandeliers. And the, and the, the glass. All the glass. The the falling glass shards. And then the star of the movie dies and no one gives a shit. No one gave a shit. The end. That's that's this movie. That's this movie. Including the mistress. So I don't, well, I have a kid. So, oh, did I mention this? I what? have a kid. Huh? You know what, you guys? I have a kid. You have a kid? I have a kid. No kid. You're, you're kidding me. So she's like, you know, going off to find Toby, Timmy, Jimmy, whatever the little guy's name is, and finds him uh, un- unresponsive at the we bottom We don't know of the this ditch. kid's name. And like, run, Nobody you know, cares. climbs down, gets him, gives him up to two strangers after she just screams, help, help, help. And he says, hold on. I've got a mattress here in the back of my oh, truck. Oh, that the grossest mattress ever. Yeah, we're, yeah we, I, I, I know it's, yes, I thought the same thing. Look, what I'm has grateful gone on for on this the mattress? help, but I'm not putting my kid on a dirty mattress in the back of your truck. That was like the Hellraiser mattress without the blood stain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just, just nasty mattress. The thing that I found weird was that Richard Rontree then leans over to the to the mom, goes, 
there's a lot of money in karate. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is happening to this movie? What is everyone talking about the karate? But like, if my little boy were unconscious and I just found him after like all of that craziness, he would not leave my chest. I don't care how old he was. He could be like a 40 year old man. I would have him like hold, holding him and like making sure that he had medical attention. And the second someone said, I'm a doctor, let me help him. I would be stuck to him like Loon. She's like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, because she's thinking about Charleston Houston. Well, no, I mean, when they got to the mall, he was like, "Go to the third floor. I'll I'll get in touch with you." When, yes, can you imagine that? That was the same emotional response. It was like, uh, uh, "No, I'll be I'll I'll be right here with you." Thank thank God that mall had a backup generator. It reminded me of like when Anakin Skywalker leaves his mom on Tatooine, and he goes, "Bye, mom," and like that's it. That I mean, like smell you, smell you later. We all know how that turned out. <laughs> and they're like, so we're going to take him to level three. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> like, please, that's it. I'm like, that's it. He's his mom. Sorry, C3PO. I guess you'll get sold for scrap. <laughs> <laughs> the, the relationships in this movie just didn't matter. No. Nope. You didn't care about anybody. It, it was just, you waited an hour for to see someone fall down with a chicken wing and a beer in his hand. And <laughs> that's... So that actually was... But when, when you saw those the, the houses on stilts come down, I think those were actually sets that they built to knock down. I thought it was cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I did find right. it Budget amazing right that yeah. the French lady was able to avoid the house. Yeah, she like out, outran a house. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh my God, this might get all Wizard of Oz on well, us. She, she was a badass. I mean, put her in the Miles t-shirt and you got like <laughs> yeah. the main character Wait, of the movie. you don't think yeah. she was too flat chested like his girlfriend? <laughs> did you, yes. did you remember this? He's yep. like, so why don't you have Maureen be one of the sexy broads? He's like, like no, girl, she's, she's too, too flat chested. <laughs> <laughs> Earthquake. <laughs> Sorry. So that's Earthquake in a that's nutshell. <laughs> what a piece of shit. There it is. <laughs> the end. God damn it. Terrible I'm exhausted. Movie. I'm exhausted. It, it is, just it's talking it's long, about this. Yeah. I had so many pages of notes, so much more I could just get into, but why? I think that Why? It's, it's, it's like this lends itself to this kind of a chaotic podcast where we're jumping all over the place because the movie felt like it was throwing you all over like a uh, pinball machine. Uh. Yeah, you didn't know where to start with this thing. It's There's too many stories going on, and none of the stories mattered. It's done poorly. It, it's too distracting. It was more fun for me just to watch the like the movie craft of it, just the... Yeah. Just the shitty special effects was more Looking interesting to me than was... than the story. It was it it really was hard to watch for the story. I got one just... of the creepiest characters ever from that movie. So Psycho that's the, Jody. that's 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 the my double wig Jody. Oh my god, that guy was <laughs> Jody terrifying, <two> terrifying. <laughs> he he scares me. Jody two <laughs> Jody two wigs. Yes. <laughs> Sergeant Jody Two Wigs. To, to, to you, man. Actually, it's three. And I'm going to be in charge of a karate store one day. So I hear there's a lot of money in karate. karate. A lot of money. Said Mr. Karate Wigs. Maybe I'll have his own line. Don't show. So I'll ask our thesis question Would you hire this design professional? And that design professional being Mr. Charlton Heston, a.k.a. The best engineer in Los Angeles. Charles Stuart Graff. He's a top Stuart man. Stuart Graff is his name? Yeah. Okay. You didn't even know what his name was, no. did you? Stuart. No. <laughs> you know, Graff was the, the only thing 
Yeah, I, I, I didn't know what his first name was. It's yeah. just Graf. His right. name is Graft? Graf. <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced Kulk. 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 <laughs> Jeff Walensky, would you hire Stuart Graf as your design professional? No, because I don't know what he does. <laughs> I still don't know. Like, I saw him. He went into work for 10 minutes and go into the blue uh, the draft room and get the blueprints. I'm going to go get a drink. And then, like, he left because he was stalking his friend's uh, wife or whatever. I, no, I wouldn't hire him because I don't know what he does. <laughs> and it seems like he only got high up in this world because he was married to some rich dude who had a firm. I don't right. know. To Remy. To Re- oh, Remy. Oh, Remy. Oh, my God. Remy. I don't know anyone's name in this movie. <laughs> Eric Lee. I'm with Jeff. You can't tell. I mean, he's an engineer, but we don't know what kind of an engineer. It's sort of tied to the construction industry somehow. You know, despite the best engineer in Los Angeles reference, the fact that he said, let's push the codes. I I don't think you want that guy. Yeah. That's not that, that's not my guy. It's like, let's stay within the codes. That's my guy. I thought he was going above and beyond the codes. He's pushing the envelope. Oh. <laughs> oh. Gross. Vincent Jangalia, would you hire Charlton Heston? That guy is never at work. I'm not hiring him. <laughs> no. no work. He is, he's off at his Guma's house. <laughs> he's driving that T-top Bronco. I know. Uh, obviously, he's getting phone. a high rate. He's never at work. Oh, oh, my God. That's like president-level shit in 1974. Right. The phone in your car. It has oh, it's like Charlie's Angels and the president. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Charlie. <laughs> Hello, girls. There's a lot of money in karate. <laughs> Charlie's angel. Oh, so you want to know if I would hire Charlie? They start asking, you guys. Uh, no, I would not hire him. No, you're <laughs> That is it. That I have angry lover. I, I would not. Oh, him. it. it, it him kissing that girl. Oh my Did god! Did you see that? When after they had clothes sex, Ugh! and then they they share so a passionate they, they share a passionate. Give me. It's like he is one point one five times larger than her in scale. No, I, I think Genevieve Bujold wanted nothing to do with. That oh case. my god! I hope she got it paid. They so left gross. me in the oven too long. <laughs> his toupee was epic, and it, it, it was like wet when, all the time. Too. When he was, but his even when he was, was, oh boy, yeah, both. When yeah. he was in the sewer. That's the one time the toupee wasn't wet. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that, but I bet, yeah. It's true. Wow. Wow. Okie doke. So here's the part of the show where we, last season, season one, I did Alive or Dead. And I'm starting to feel like the kiss of death for a lot of my <laughs> favorite celebrities. I mean, R.I.P. Robert Guillaume. Robert oh, Guillaume. Benson, man. I miss you. Oh. Damn it. You killed Robert Guillaume. I killed Robert Guillaume. Who else did you kill? Uh, Jerry Lewis. Oh, yeah, Jerry Lewis. Yeah. So I want to be a little more, a little more, you know, celebrating of A&D. So this season I'm introducing a new game called Design Firm or dot, dot, dot. And so each episode I hope to tell you. Or at least expand your mind or to see if you know the difference between is something a design firm or dot, a dot, selected dot. subject. Today, is it a design firm dot, or dot, dot. a product from Ikea? 
<laughs> Where all their products need to be earthquake. Uh... So, we will go down. Let me get everybody's name here on the sheet. Jeff, Eric, Vince. <laughs> okay. I'm so excited. All right. Mr. Eric Lee, our guest and architect extraordinaire. Mm. Is this an architecture firm or is it a product from Ikea? Nilsson. Or a band. Mm -hmm. I'll say a product from Ikea. Vincent, Nilsson. Architecture firm or product from Ikea? Sounds like Ikea to me. Jeff? I'm I'm gonna do the Ikea. You are all wrong. It is what? an architecture firm from Sweden. Nilsson. I disagree. Nilsson. <laughs> Number two. Did from Sweden? From Sweden. That's where we want the immigrants from, right? <laughs> <laughs> or was it Norway? Or Norway. <laughs> are the directions to Nilsson easier to understand than the directions it takes to build something from IQ? <laughs> you know, it comes with an Allen wrench. Okay, great. Perfect. <laughs> Number two. Vincent J. Galea, architecture firm or product from IKEA, VIP. I'm going to say architecture firm. Okay. Or design firm. Okay. Jeff Walensky, VIP. Architecture firm or product from Ikea? I'm going to say that's definitely a, I'm going to say a housewares Ikea thing. Eric Lee? I'm going to say it sounds like an acronym, and I'm going to go design firm. It is a design firm. Yes. Hooray. I know. This is, this is tough, isn't it? Uh, pure guess. That, was, that felt so hollow. <laughs> Yay. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. Jeff Walensky, Hemnes, product from Ikea or design firm? It sounds like a skin disease. <laughs> it does. Uh, it sounds like Hemnes. a blood disease. Hemnes. Hemnes. Oh, I got a cream for that. Um, I'm going to say, I'm, gonna, I'm, doing, I'm going Ikea all the way today. Okay. Eric Lee, Hemnes. Product from Ikea or design firm? You've got to be changing things up here a little, so I'll go Ikea. <laughs> Vincent J. Leah? I'll, I'll go, with the, go with the crowd. It's Ikea. It is. It is a product from Ikea. It is actually a home uh, furniture line that have these little knobs. It looks very <laughs> country chic. Very, country, very country boho. Chic. Very boho. Oh, boy. Vincent J. Galita. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is been Archite- <laughs> Product from Ikea or design firm, Maka. I'm going to say design firm. Eric Lee, Maka. Architecture firm or product from Ikea? I'll, I'll say architecture firm. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Ikea. It's a coffee maker from Ikea, so you can get hot coffee. It is an architecture firm. <laughs> <laughs> Hot coffee and hot food coffee. on levels two and three. <laughs> For everyone, hot coffee. And finally, Eric Lee, mm. design firm or a product from Ikea, Calyx. It's got to be a product. Is that your final answer? Final answer. C-A-L-A-I-X? K-A-L-L-A-X. Calyx. Oh, Jesus. I'll stay with Ikea, just for the hell of it. Okay. Vincent Jacalia? I'm going to say Ikea. The the K put me in the Ikea box. <laughs> and finally, Jeff? I'm going to say Ikea. All right. It is a product from Ikea, Calyx. It is a uh, store. You'll be shocked to hear this. It's a storage line. 
from Ikea. Hmm. We have a tie today, Eric Lee and Vince. You are able to tell the difference between fight, a design fight, firm. Fight, fight, <laughs> fight. <laughs> Ikea. Two men enter, one man leave. <laughs> All right. So, Eric, you will now be outfitted with an Allen wrench, and Vince, you get Swedish meatballs. <laughs> I win. Oh, so next week, our, or excuse me, the next time we meet, our next episode will be James Spader's Dream Lover. Man, are you guys going to ever review a really good movie? Yeah, we do. Every time. (laughs) This was star-studded. Come on. This was star studded. Would you pay? Would you pay twelve fifty in a theater to go see any of the movies that Eric you reviewed Lee, so I far? gave you On Mario the Puzo, yes. the man who wrote fucking Godfather. John Williams, the man who's orchestrated all of your favorite movies. Was Was this movie a hit when it came out? It made seven point nine million. But it cost. 40? Seven million. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of money in, in, disa- in disaster all, movies. In disa- all wigs. It was all, all wigs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the wig budget was It was wiggity, wiggity, wiggity. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so, dream lover. I already kind of feel raped already thinking about James Spader. It's really uh, yucky. Oh. Yeah. This is going to get juicy. Uh, yeah, question- uh, for the, uh, whatever audience is left after this. If- <laughs> If, if you're going to watch the uh, preview at work, um, beware. There's a lot of skin. Oh, boy. A lot of skin. And so, yeah, if you want to lose your job, yes. play that. Oh, yes. Boy. And have people hover around. That's it. We watched the movie. We talked about it. We played a shitty game. <laughs> Do you have comments? Do you have questions? Feel free to email us. Info at starkitectspodcast.com. You could also email e- each of us individually. There's Jeff. At starkitectspodcast.com. There's Vince and Roberta also at starkitectspodcast.com. You got job leads? <laughs> <laughs> Figuring things out. Were you, at, looking were you for another job after looking. taking one two weeks ago? <laughs> no, not me. For a friend. All right. Just trying to figure things out. <laughs> I hear there's a lot of money in karate. There's a lot of money in karate. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Starkitects is a Penzac production. Executive producers, Roberta Pennington and Jeff Walensky. Logo by Joel Walensky. Technical direction by Tom Navarez. Music by Better Is the Enemy. Your reviewers today were Vince Scalia, Jeff Walensky, and Roberta Pennington. Your architect, Eric Lee. Opinions of the show are solely those of the reviewers and not intended to be followed as professional advice or service. Me, I'm Eliza Allen, and I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>